0: What's up, all you little seedlings, you little sprouts, all of us just here growing together in this garden of life. We're going to get into the episode, but first things first, I want to thank you for tuning in. If you're new to the program, uh, follow and subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on, and most importantly, tell somebody about it. Tell a friend, somebody you think might be interested in this. And word of mouth is the best form of advertising, I'll tell you right now. And uh, also, don't forget about the Clips channel. If you're not into the full hours worth of content, I know that's a lot for some people, we have the Clips channel as well. That's Life's the Garden Clips. You can listen to 10 minutes, 15 minutes worth of content that I put out every week. I put out a couple of clips from each episode. That way you don't have to listen to the full hour and uh, you get a little bit of the action. You know what I mean? And that way we can just keep growing this garden together, baby. Right on. Let's get into it. Grab those shovels, guys. It's episode 46 of Life's a Garden. Welcome back to Life's a Garden. And he keeps delivering content every single week. And we won't stop now. And I won't stop now, cause I can't stop now, and you can hate me now, but I won't stop now. <laughs> episode 46, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, I want to thank everybody who listened to the 420 special, which isn't many of you. Definitely was underwhelmed with the performance of that episode. I was ex- I was expecting more and I hate being that guy that um just bitches about views but I don't know I guess well, this kind of goes back to what I was saying a few weeks ago like expectations you can't have high expectations cuz you're only setting yourself up for a letdown and I don't know it just I thought with it being the 420 special I had two guests on Aaron's episode last time got a lot of views. I just thought it was a combination of it all. And it was my band, guys. So we put it on the band page. I guess I thought I was going to get more out of it. And it just didn't happen. And that's alright. You know what? That's okay. We got we got some extra subs. So that was good. Look, Always look for the positive in the uh, negative. So we just keep on keeping on. And we're just going to keep on doing what we're doing. And that's alright. We're going to keep growing. Little by little. Uh, Dude. This week, this weekend, I should say, packed, jam-packed, and it was a, it was really just an MMA, May marathon, MMA marathon for me this weekend. Let me just run you through my Saturday, okay? Spent most of the day sleeping off a hangover, drank a little bit too much the night before, watching the Nuggets get uh, clobbered. And then we went out for a little bit. Um went to Andy's to check out the the venue that we're gonna be playing at. May 15th. Mark your calendars. Come check us out at Andy's, 8 o'clock, May 15th. Um and then yeah, so I spent most of the day sleeping off the hangover. And so I I was planning on recording the podcast on Saturday, but now I'm doing it Sunday, which is perfect. I'm actually glad it happened. Because I can tell you all about my epic Saturday. So I'll just run you through the events of the day. We, me and Justin went to uh, watch the live MMA fights down at the Metro. Backflips and beatdowns. Which is basically the combination of MMA and motocross. You got bikes flipping over the, the cage. Just a total... Experience very very fun. I've been to one of these before. Great fights, honestly. Um, the best fight, and I I say this all the time, the best fights, at least at these live events, and you know what? Even in the even in the pros, are the female fights, man. People don't give enough credit, and I think they're coming around. People don't give enough credit to these female fighters, and they uh they put on a show, man. The one girl was from Missoula. I think. And she was seventeen years old. Lost the first round. Got absolutely punished. Just her her nose was bleeding. And then came back and won the next two rounds. Dude, it was awesome. And there were some other good fights in there too. And I ended up I ended up leaving early because I had to run down and go watch the UFC fights because this was an epic UFC card. So I left those fights early, ran down to Rio Sabinas, was there by myself Because everybody else is lame and doesn't (laughs) want to come watch the fights ever with me. And that's all right, because I like watching them by myself too. Went down there, um, was watching the fights. So, you know, I've been getting into the betting. I've been talking about it, been betting on the fights lately. And guess what? Haven't been winning very much. I, I think I won one fight, it was Sean O'Malley, and I think I won five bucks on that fight. So, and I've bet on six fights and i've have only won one so my I, I was i was literally about ready to just pack you know be done with it right but i was it's fun still it makes the fights interesting put a little money on it so i bet on the fights i, I put a parlay down so valentina sheshchenko uh i i put her on uh, on the parlay and she dominated as expected i was a little nervous for that fight i got to be honest she fought Jessica Andrade, which is a it's a, t- a tough fight. Andrade moving up in weight to fight Shevchenko. But Shevchenko is such a beast, dude. She just... She kills. Um, so, I obviously picked her. And she dominated one in the second round, TKO. Next fight. This was the one I was most nervous for. Um, Rose Nam Yunas fighting Zhang, Zhang Weili, who is the champion... If you don't know anything about fighting, Zhang Li is an amazing fighter. And the last fight she was in with Joanna Janjacek was, it was the fight of the year last year. And uh, I, I just, I, I, I took the risk and I put my money on Rose Namajunas because that's my girl. Uh, she, she's a Trevor Whitman gal. She's out of Denver, so you know that's a hometown gal for me. I'm all I'm always Denver, and I, I put my money on Rose. And guess what, baby boy, she came through. She came through, and uh, first round knockout, head kick, and like I said, I was I was <laughs> I was there by myself. I'm sitting there by myself. There's a, a room full of people, and everybody's there watching the fights, right? When she kicked her in the head and she fell, like, I'm such a sports fan that I just have this reaction when it comes to epic things that happen in sports. If it's if it's my team, my my people, like, whoever I'm rooting for, I stood up out of my seat and I was like, get her, get her! And, and everybody's, like, nobody was, like, looking at me, I don't think. And I'm just like, yeah, yeah! I'm freaking out. And uh yeah she she won the fight. It was awesome. It, and uh put her on the parlay. And uh dude, that's that's my girl, man. Rose. She's a two-time champ now. She's a she, me and her got the same haircut. She's out of Denver. She's freaking She's my buzz cut badass bitch, baby. And now she's the, she now she's got that belt again. So Congrats to Rose. That was an epic fight. We go to the next fight. Kamaro Usman versus Jorge Masvidal. And I told you guys last time, I'm never going to bet against Usman ever again. After what he did to Gilbert Burns, I bet on Burns because I, I th- there was a lot of hype on Burns. They thought he was going to be the one guy who could take down Usman. Usman destroyed him. And we already know that Usman beat Masvidal the last time. Well, I, of course, took Usman. And, man, there's so much hype around this fight. And I I didn't have any doubts. Second round, KO. Right hand, one of the most epic knockouts I've seen in a long time. And I I have nothing bad to say about Jorge Masvidal. He's a hype guy. He's basically like the new version of Conor McGregor. And, but he, but the difference is I don't, he, I don't cheer for him. He's not, I don't, I don't, he, I'm just not a fan of his. I, I'm a fan of him as a fighter, but I'm just, he's not my guy. You know, like that's just not a guy I really back. He's always fighting guys I prefer more. And I'm an Usman fan. And dude, he, so he, he, he kept talking before the fight about I'm going to bring violence. I'm going to give you what you want, and you guys want violence. Well, guess what, bro? The violence came, but it was at your expense. And he'll forever be known for that highlight knockout against Ben Askren. Well, guess what? Now you're a goddamn highlight knockout because that's a picture-perfect knockout. You just got to see it. If you get a chance, go check it out. So guess what? Your boy won the parlay. I put 40 bucks down on that parlay, cashed out for 140 bucks. It was worth it, man. It was so that was so fun. It, the 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 p- putting the money down on it made it even funner. All my guys won. What a great night. It was a great night. Uh went out after that, just had some f- drinks with with some friends. Great Saturday night and uh some awesome fights, dude. Just a great fight weekend. And uh, yeah, I have nothing I, I got nothing bad to say about it uh, Speaking of Ben Askren And uh, I, I just I, I want to say this quickly Because I don't really care a lot about it Jake Paul versus Ben Askren What a shit show All of that was Jake Paul Now here's what I'll say I'll say this A lot of people are You know, hating on Jake Paul They got You know, I want to see him fight a real fighter I want to see him fight a boxer Blah, blah, blah I get it I'm, a, I'm with you I want to see him fight somebody serious too, but you got to give the guy credit. He he knocked out Ben Askren, who's a legit fighter, and I had I was backing Askren all all the way. I was like, he he's gonna at least withstand him, and he got KO, would dude. That was a legit KO. Say what you will about it being rigged, or the or maybe he stopped the fight got stopped early. Nah, dude, he was out. He he got KO'd. He was wobbly. He didn't. He was disoriented, and the guy got paid. They both got their money. So that's what it's all about. It's just. It's just a spectacle. It's not a sport. It's not real. Fu- you know. It's just this. It's. It's a video game. It's a. It's a real life video game. You're just putting two people who don't belong in the ring together, and then, and then it's mostly just like music and stuff. Yeah, they sold a lot of pay-per-views, but. And that's fine. Do what you gotta do. It's it. It's not really my flavor, though. I I didn't pay for it. I went and watched it for free. I went to the bar and watched it. So I wouldn't pay for that. But I'd pay for those for those UFC fights. Now, granted, I didn't because I was watching it by myself. I'm not gonna spend sixty bucks to watch a fight by myself. I prefer watching with a group of people. So that's what I did. I went out and watched with a bunch of strangers who got to watch me stand up and shout and scream like a goddamn maniac. Hey. And that's fun, too. Uh, Okay, and also, let me just say this, too. Big shout-out to Dana White and the UFC. Full-capacity crowd last night. They had... They were the first first sporting event, the first concert, I, I guess, to have full capacity. And that's awesome. Like... Congratulations to those guys. They're the trendsetters. They were the first ones to come back when everything shut down, and they're the first ones to have full capacity. And, I, well, I guess I shouldn't say that necessarily. I think, I'm, if I'm not mistaken, there was a rugby team in New Zealand that had full capacity. So I should take that back. But they're the first, like, huge brand, you know, NFL, NBA, like that, you know, the first league brand to put on an event at high capacity or at full capacity, and it was awesome. It was it was great to see that again, and we did. It's time. It's time to come back. We're we're done with this bullshit. Uh, I'm ready for concerts. I'm ready for for sports full capacity. When are we gonna just? When are we gonna be done pretending like this is like we're we're still living in this chaotic plague? It's, it's, it hasn't been like that for, for months. This is not, I just don't get it, man. Like I get people have died and I understand that. And that's tragic. But when do we get to move on for, with our lives? When, now that we know that it's not that serious and we got the fucking vaccine, you know what? And speaking of the vaccine, I want to talk about this too. Um, Thank God for the state of Montana. Thank God I live in the state of Montana because they the Montana Senate just pushed through a bill stating that that in the state of Montana, you cannot discriminate against anybody who refuses to get the vaccine whether that's employment, uh restaurant, like you can't you can't refuse anybody service or employment. If they choose not to be vaccinated and goddamn right dude like goddamn right and here's the thing i'm not anti-vax i'm pretty sure i fucking said this before i am not anti-vax do what you want i don't care get vaccinated wear your mask do whatever hey that's the beauty of america do whatever you want it's freedom but guess what i'm also free to not take that thing i'm a young healthy guy I don't need it. If I was older and susceptible, yeah, I'd probably take it. And it's not like I'm scared of it. Even though the Johnson and Johnson vaccine did get recalled, shocker there. I mean, who's really surprised? Johnson and Johnson's the the corporation who's always on those uh, lawsuit ads where it's like, if you've been, if you've had this surgery. With the Johnson & Johnson company, you may be eligible for a large sum, sum of money. So, n- nobody's surprised about that. But, yeah, it just proves that it's not perfect. Like, this is not a perfected thing. How do we know there's not long-term repercussions? And that's not even what I'm worried about, honestly. I see where people have concerns about that. The thing is, I just don't, I don't take a flu vaccine. I, the last thing I got, shot for, I got shot for was tetanus because I cut myself. And they said I need it. And I'm like, okay. Now, if they said I absolutely needed it, because, and not because I need it to go to a concert or go on, the, go on a flight, but if they said I needed it because I was high risk of, of dying of it, then sure, I'll take it. But I'm not. So I'm not going to waste my time taking it. Bottom line. And here's the thing. Here's the whole point I want to get to, because I've thought about this. How can you even remotely try and force somebody to put something in their body in order to get on a plane? You know what I mean? That doesn't make any sense. It, it, it's it's no different than being like, oh, you wanna you wanna go to this concert? Well, uh, you gotta in order to do that, you have to dress like this. You have to you have to. It's not even dress cuz there are places that have dress codes. But it's like to ingest something, to put something in your body, how is that any different than them being like here you got to take a a Xanax to come in here? Well, guess what? Not everybody's into like no, you you can't force somebody to take a medicine. And that's insane that that's even remotely being discussed. How is that even remotely constitutional and then you got people and I hate bringing this up because it's so controversial but you got the you got people on both sides of the aisle when it comes to abortion there's these you know all these people that are shouting you know my body my choice hey guess what my body my choice I ain't taking that fucking vaccine bottom line and then, of course, you got the... What's funny is... This just is, goes back to all the hypocrisy. The people who shout, my body, my choice, are the ones who want to force the vaccine onto people. And the people who say, you know... The, uh... Who are anti-abortion. Who say... Who are the opposite. They're the ones who want to stop. And, and say, you know, we don't have to take the vaccine. Just, just more hypocrisy. Just saying. Uh, <laughs> but, anyway... Yeah, dude, state of Montana, man, go right on, rock on, dude. So that means I get to go to concerts, I get to, you know, do all the stuff I want to do here, and I don't have to be, feel forced to take that fucking vaccine. That's awesome. Right on, dude. And I'm going to be, I'm really going to be upset if, they, if the airlines and stuff make you do that. There's going to be a lot of issues with that. Because you can't force somebody to put something in their body in order to participate in in any form of activity. That's bullshit. It's absolute bullshit. So, that's that's all I got to say about that. I've been meaning to say that for a while, but I just saw in the headlines about about the the state senate pushing through that that bill. So, rock on to you guys. Um oh, dude. Okay. Speaking of things that annoy me, politics aside, and vaccine people aside. This just happened. A, a, just a couple of days ago. And this, this happens. Frequently in my life. And I just got to put this out here. Heavy annoyance factor. Coming your way. People. Who. Get. In line to order something. And then they don't know what they want. Let me let me just play you out a scenario. This isn't the scenario that happened to me, but this is probably one that has happened to me. Let's just say, for example, you're standing in line, uh, at the at McDonald's. Okay. There's four people in line and everyone's ordering. And then the guy in front of you who was third in line, who's been standing there waiting, walks up and, and, and is like, Oh, uh, yeah, I just need a minute to, to look at the menu. Dude, you've been standing here for 10 minutes and you can't fucking read the sign up there? You can't. I remember this specifically happened to me at a Little Caesars. This fucking lady was in front of me, three people deep, walks up and asks and starts asking questions about the menu. It's right there. Can you not read? And here's another thing. When I was working at Olive Garden, this this just grinds my gears deep. When I was working at Olive Garden, one of the most annoying things that you could do is especially on a busy night cuz you got people sitting in the lobby waiting to be sat. They come down, they sit down. They're looking at the menu and I say everybody know what they'd like or do we need do we need some more time? Uh <sighs> And then they just start asking questions about the menu, or, or they're like, yeah, I just need a few minutes to, to decide. And it's like, I just never understood this, because you came here, didn't you? You made the conscious decision, I wanted Olive Garden tonight. Well, chances are, you know what we serve. You know... The kind of food options that are available to you. So, somewhere in your fucking head, you should kind of have an idea of what you want, right? You just sat in the lobby for 10, 20 minutes. Didn't that give you some more time to be like, hmm, the chicken parmesan sounds good tonight? I think that's probably what I'll get. Now, it's another thing if you gotta look at like the, if there's like a special going on or a deal, sure. Okay, then you can kind of figure that out. Whatever. But chances are, if there's a special going on, you saw it on TV. So you know what the special is. I just never understood. It's, like, it's not like you drove by and you're like, oh, let's do that. And you just And you didn't have much time to think about what you wanted. And I guess everybody's different. But for me, when I go to fucking Taco Bell, I already know what I'm getting. I don't get up to the line and say, hmm, I've changed my mind. I think I'll peruse the menu. The beefy five-layer burrito doesn't sound good like I get every single time. And I know some people like variety, but you know what's on the menu. You know what's there. I was sitting in line. This is what happened the other day. I was in line at at, uh, Panda Express. The line is literally 10 cars long. And every single car that pulled up to the box was waiting. They had to, they, they, because they were trying to figure out what they wanted. And the reason I know that's the case, and you could sit here and say, well, maybe the people inside were the ones being slow and they weren't taking the orders fast. Or they, they were like, you know, uh, I'll be right with you. I know that wasn't the case because when I got up to the box, Boom. They were like, welcome to Panda Express. Can I take your order? And I said, yeah, I'd like double orange chicken with chow mein and a side of rice. Cause that's what I get. Cause I, I knew what I wanted before I got in the line. And even if I didn't know what I wanted before I got in the line, I had plenty of time to figure it out. So that's just for anybody who doesn't already know what they want. If you're just showing up at a place and you're like, hmm. And, and, okay, and, and forget the people who who are first-timers. Like, that's understandable. But chances are, nine times out of ten, you're not trying a place for the first time. Okay? And if you are, check the menu before you go there. Don't waste anybody's time. Okay? God, that's annoying. Know what you want before you get there. No, that's, that's the rule. Know what you want before you get there. Bottom line. Don't waste my time. Don't stand in line all day. Figure it out. And it's really annoying. Like I said, the most annoying thing is when they don't know what they want and the menu's right fucking in front of them. <sighs> Rant over. <laughs> Alright, here, Okay. here's another funny thing that happened this week. Um... So, I got a friend request on Facebook from this guy, and I didn't know who he was. He kind of looked familiar, so I was just like, and it said he was from here. His location tag said Billings, and uh, I was just like, okay, he looks, you know how you get those fake ones, and like you're not sure, it's probably just a scam or something, so I I accepted the friend request. Whatever, maybe it was somebody who just who I worked with, or somebody who knew me somewhere along the way. I don't know. Well, a couple of, <laughs> a couple hours later, I get a message from this guy. You know what? I'm just gonna play it, and and it's not it's nothing. Uh, I I don't imagine it's gonna be anything I have to worry about as far as. I'm not going to give out his name. Well, he'll probably say his name. But here, here, here's the video I got. It was a, a video message he sent to me on Facebook Messenger. I'm just going to play the first, the first little bit. Hey, Dakota, how are you doing? Uh, my name's Logan. And I thought now that we're Facebook friends, I might as well introduce myself, you know, make it nice and easy to get to know each other. Uh, I'm a missionary for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. I live in buildings. I've been here for about a month. I'm originally from Utah. Um, I don't know. I play, Enjoy He's a missionary from Utah. So, here's how the world's evolved. You remember when these guys used to come knocking on your door? And trying to promote their church or their mission or their cause or whatever. Now they're coming knocking on your Facebook. Now, they've adapted... To where they don't have to go walking around, to people's houses, knocking on the doors, getting doors slammed in their face, getting yelled at. Now they send you a friend request on Facebook, and then they message you, and do it that way. I'm surprised this hasn't happened sooner. This is the first time this has ever happened to me. Maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they've been doing this for years. But. They've adapted. What's the... N- I couldn't... I was, I, was, I was honestly shocked and a little bit impressed. I didn't know what... I, di- I, di- I didn't know how to react to that. I was like, I just thought it was some guy. He shot me a message and I thought, okay. I, my first thought was, oh, see, I do know this guy. He just... He just hit me up to be like, hey, I haven't seen you in a long time or something. I see this video message and he's... Preaching... The Bible. He wants me to join the Church of the Latter-day Saints. And to that I say, no thank you. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I just thought, I, personally, I just thought it was hilarious that, man, I haven't seen these guys knocking on doors in a while. Oh, that's because, hello Facebook Messenger, we're going to knock on you now. Before you know it, they're going to be sending you emails, they're going to be texting you, they're going to be calling you. God damn. I just thought that was, that that blew my mind a little bit. I, d- I didn't know what to think about that. Fuck. I just had to share that. <laughs> um, all right. So, more sports talk. I know you guys love sports talk. And I don't care if you do or don't. Some of you might, some of you might not. But I love sports. You know me. I'm a sports head. We had the UFC fights, epic fights, epic week of of combat sports. But coming up next this Thursday, the 2021 NFL draft. Praise God. <laughs> I I'm going to tell you right now uh off-season football is more enjoyable to me than postseason baseball. I I would rather watch the NFL draft than the World Series. I'd rather watch the the NFL free agency than the World Cup, or any or Wimbledon, or even the Olympics, dude. I'm not even you know I'm not a big fan of the Olympics anyway, but I would. And if the, the only thing that might pique my interest more than than uh, off-season football is like playoff basketball or playoff hockey. That's it. And I'm talking like maybe the Stanley Cup. And only if my team's involved. Really. And I like the NBA Finals still. And March Madness is fun. There's very few things that will pique my interest more than off-season football. But I'm such a big football head, man. I just love watching trades and free agent signings and just seeing teams rebuild, seeing teams crumble and the draft, man, it all leads up to the draft. And I just we get, we get a party together. We love getting together for the draft. Last year we had a group to Excuse me. We had a group get together and uh it was it's it's always a fun time, man. It's always fun. And so so this year, well, I'm assuming we're, do, we're going to do the same. But, but what I want to do, and really just skip ahead if you're not a fan of football, honestly, because I'm going to talk your ear off a little bit about football just for a brief second. It's not going to take long. So actually don't skip ahead. Just listen to it. Just force yourself to listen to it. <laughs> um, I want to give my mock draft, and I'm not going to go the full 32. I'm just going to go the top 10. Okay, and, I, and the only reason I want to do this is because my team's in the top ten. I was talk, I was thinking about this yesterday. I wanted to like really plan ahead for what I was gonna say. So here is my top ten NFL draft picks, and that, and you know what? We'll we'll even look back and see how accurate I am, because everyone else puts out their mock drafts. I like to put out mine, and I've been pretty good in the past. So I'm gonna tell you what I think each team should take, and not what I think they will take. I'm going to tell you what I think they should take. Because teams surprise every year. Like, there's always a surprise. Uh, Number one, Jacksonville Jaguars are going to take Trevor Lawrence. That's the only pick in the draft that is a lock. That's a shoe-in. Trevor Lawrence goes to the Jags. Nothing more I need to say. Pick two is the um, Jets, New York Jets. Uh, they're going to take a quarterback, obviously, and there's still a question as to which quarterback. It could be Justin Fields, it could be Zach Wilson. I got it, Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson's going number two. Uh, there's a lot of hype around him, and I just think that's the pick to make. Pick three is the uh, 49ers. This is an interesting one. They traded up, and really, the and they they spent a lot to trade up. And the only reason you trade up. That high into the draft is for a quarterback, man. It's the only logical thing. It, would, it wouldn't shock me if they took a guy like Kyle Pitts, tight end, out of uh, out of Florida, because he's just that good of a prospect, and they could t- they could pair him up with George Kittle. But I'm gonna take a leap, and well, I'm not gonna take a leap. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna make. I would take the leap and say they'll take Kyle Pitts, but really. It just makes sense that they're going to take a quarterback. And the best quarterback on the board, after the two others have been taken, is Justin Fields. And Justin Fields is a guy that needs to sit a year. They still have Jimmy Garoppolo. So, um, Kyle Shanahan's a good quarterback coach. He, uh, they'll just sit him behind Garoppolo until he's ready to play. That's the pick to make. I mean, Trey Lance is another one that they could take there. Because he's another guy that needs to sit. I guess it really depends on what they see in both those guys. I got him taking Justin Fields. Pick four is the... Um, who is pick four? Atlanta Falcons. The Falcons are going to take Kyle Pitts. Bottom line. They, they got some needs they need to take. A lot of people have him taking a quarterback. I don't understand that at all. Um, So I got him taking Kyle Pitts. Another weapon for Matt Ryan to throw to. They could maybe go O line, but you're not going to pass up. They could take an O line later on. They're not going to pass up on a guy like Kyle Pitts, who's just a, a generational talent. Uh, Kyle Pitts goes number four. Number five is the Cincinnati Bengals. Without question, they need to take an O lineman, and it's going to be Penae Sewell because he's the best guy on the uh, in the that's available right now. Um, you got to protect Joe Burrow. There's no doubt about it. He just got hurt in his first season, and that he looked, he looked great in his first year, even though they weren't winning. It's tempting to take an offensive weapon like Jamar Chase or, or uh, what's his name, uh, Devontae Smith from Alabama. Very tempting, but it's going to be Penesul. It's got to be an O-lineman. You've got to protect the investment in the quarterback. Bottom line, nothing more to say. Number six is the uh Dolphins, and there's talk that they might trade back again. I'm not doing trades. I'm not I'm not predicting any trades. There very well could be. They got the Broncos trading up to get a quarterback. I don't like it. That's that's gonna cost too much for them to take a, a mediocre quarterback who they gotta develop and let's face it, they're not very good at developing developing quarterbacks. Bottom line. Uh so I'm not gonna predict any trades, even though I think they're very well could be. Uh Dolphins take Jamar Chase. They're taking an offensive weapon. They need to give Tua some weapons to throw to. Jamar Chase is the best wide receiver in the draft. So I got Jamar Chase going number six to the Dolphins. Number seven, is that the Lions? I guess I got to look. I'm pretty sure that's the Lions. And if it is the Lions, uh, NFL draft order order. Um it is the do- um yes, the Lions. Okay. So the Lions are number 7. Ah, I was thinking about this yesterday, man, and I hate doing this because this is a guy I really would like to see Denver take. If he drops to Denver, there's no chance they're not taking this guy. But when you look at what the Lions need, I mean they they, there's a lot of talk that the Lions are going to take a quarterback, too, and I just don't think it's going to happen. they got Jared Goff. He's a young player. He's a, he's a talented quarterback. Why would you take a, a quarterback? It doesn't make any sense. Uh, they could go O-line to protect him, but or they could they could go for some more weapons like a Devontae Smith. I just don't see it happening, man. Their defense is struggling. They need defense. And the best defensive player on the board is Micah Parsons and that's I would like to see Denver take him it's a much need that Denver needs at linebacker Micah Parsons they might go they could also go uh cornerback too but i got them taking Micah Parsons at number 7 best defensive player in the draft first defensive player off the board number 8 is the Carolina Panthers this one could go a lot of ways they could take an old lineman. They have them taking a quarterback too, which actually wouldn't surprise me. They have them trading out too. They have them trading back. It wouldn't necessarily shock me if they took a quarterback, Trey Lance maybe, because they, they got Sam Darnold. That's not a promising pick. So God dang, they, they really could take a quarterback here. And, or they could take, they could take defense too. I could see them taking a cornerback, but you know what? The more I think about it, I I think they actually might take a quarterback. They need to get some competition. Quarterbacks, the most important position in the game of football. You just got Sam Darnold. He's still on his rookie deal. I think it's the last year of his rookie deal too. No, he has an option. He has a fifth year option, but bring in competition and let them play it out. Uh, you got Darnold, who's a who's a starter. You can sit a guy like Trey Lance and, and let them develop. So I'm going to go Trey Lance. I think Trey Lance at number eight for the Carolina Panthers. Now we're up to my team, guys. Denver Broncos, baby. And based on what's left on the board for what I have, they're not taking a quarterback because all the quarterbacks are gone. Mac Jones is not going to be a Denver Bronco. Promise you that. And if that's the case, just put a bullet in my mouth. Um I would go defense. I mean, linebacker is the position we need. I would like them to take Micah Parsons, but instead, you're going to go ahead and take a cornerback because there's all the cornerbacks are on the board still. It could be it could be Patrick Sertan. It could be Caleb Farley. They're both great cornerbacks. They say Farley is the better cornerback. I'm gonna say they take Patrick Sertan. We just got um we just got a guy like uh Kyle Fuller. We 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 got two we got Ronald Darby. Fuller's a one year contract. I think uh Bryce Callahan's contract is up this year too. So you're gonna get depth at the cornerback position. That's a very important position that you need depth at. And I say they go Caleb or I say they go Patrick Sertan. I'm gonna say Patrick Sertan and Yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh that's that's the best pick right now for them. They could trade back too. I could see them maybe trading back a little bit just to get more picks. They could take that safety from TCU. Who knows? And then number 10 is, uh, let's see, who is number 10? We'll, we'll round it out. Dallas Cowboys. Uh, they'll take Caleb Fairley. They'll take the other cornerback. Denver will take Sertan or Fairley, and then the Cowboys will take the other one. They need DBs as well. So I, I say they take the other corner. There you go. I know that droned on a little bit, but I love talking football. You can tell. I mean, honestly, when I talk football, it's so much more articulate than when I talk about anything else except maybe music because those are the things I'm passionate about. And um, I'm super excited for the draft. Um, let, I'll tell you a funny draft night story just just to to give some humor to all the boring stuff if you're not a sports fan. Uh, and it's not boring. It's It's fucking, I love talking sports. I could talk about sports all day. But this isn't a sports podcast. This is an all-encompassing podcast. That's why we throw sports in. That's why we throw even the lame shit like politics. We talk about everything. But I'll tell you a funny draft night story, okay? This was two years ago, I want to say. Um, me and a group of friends from work. It was a lot of guys from work. Mac was there. I'm pretty sure he was... I don't remember. I th- He might have still been working at Toyota at the time. Our friend Craig, who's been on the podcast, was there. A uh, friend Ricky was there. Robert, who was, by the way, Robert, who was supposed to be on the podcast this week, backed out. So I think I'm going to try and get him on next week, though. And I'm actually glad because this is this was a good week for me to do a solo podcast, to be honest, because I could talk about all the sports and talk about MMA. Um, where was I? Oh yeah, uh, so we all went out. It's a Thursday night, so we all got to work in the morning. I was smart and I took the next day off cuz I knew we were going to get we were going to go out, we were going to hang uh be drinking, hanging out. Man. Uh we hung out, we just we drank, we we ate, we watched the draft. It was amazing. And then our friend Ricky gets a bright idea to let's go to shooters. Let's go hang out at shooters. Rowdy fucking bar. Wasn't feeling it. And, all you know, the once the alcohol starts kicking in, stupid things start sounding good. So, we, we go back to, or we go to shooters. We're hanging out. We're just drinking pitchers. We're drinking shots. We're playing beer pong. We're just hanging out all night. Like I said, I didn't have to work the next day, so I didn't care. But everybody else did. Uh... <laughs> Toward the end, by the end of the night, man, we were me, Mac, and our friend Robert were sitting outside, just hanging out, talking, and man, I <laughs> I threw up in the bushes, and it was like a goddamn faucet, man. I just would not stop. Everything I had to drink all night came out, and I just remember coming back, and those guys were like, "Geez, dude, you were over there for like twenty minutes." And, yeah, that was a rough night. They had to drive me home. They had to walk me into my house. That's probably the drunkest I've been in, fuck, maybe ever. I mean, that was a rough night. And it was a very rough morning. And apparently, Craig and Robert both had to, they worked the next day. And they were both suffering mad the next day. So, I don't plan on going hard this year. I didn't last year. I learned my lesson. I didn't take the next day off work, so I will be at work the next day. But super excited for for draft day. Uh, It's going to be a lot of fun. And I will not get sloppy drunk. Craig has pictures of that night that I don't remember. He has a picture of me going like this in it. And I'm like, I don't do thumbs up. Like, I don't remember this picture. He's like, yeah, we played beer pong. I was like, I don't think so. I think I only played with Mac. And he showed me a picture of us playing beer pong. I'm like, oh, I guess we did. And I gave a thumbs up, and I don't do thumbs up. (sighs) Uh, Let's see. Where are we at? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We still got some time. And I got a couple more things I want to talk about anyway. Yes. Okay. I really do. I I want to get to this. Because this is... Actually, you know what? For the first time, I'm going to take a pee break. And I will be right back. All right. The main vein has been drained. And we are... Back in action. All right. So I want to talk about this. One thing that's been very evident over the last few months, and I haven't honestly noticed it as much as people have been like telling me about it. And I'm not, I already know this is the case nationwide, but I didn't think this was the case locally. People aren't working. I mean, and and everything's open. Everything's back open, but there's a lot of places that are really short-staffed, so they can't operate at full, you know, they can't operate full hours, they, they have to, they're having to close early, um, sometimes service is bad at places because they're just so overwhelmed and there's only a few people working. Um, I can't really think of any specifics that people have given me, but People aren't working. And it's very evident why... The... The whole shutdown... Showed people that... It's just so easy to live off welfare. And to... Be lazy. And just collect a check and you don't gotta work for it. And don't get me wrong. Like, it sounds great. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. I would love to just get money... And not have to work. But. That's not the world we live in. And maybe one day I'll win the lottery. Maybe I'll bet a lot of money on a fight. And I'll just cash out heavy. But even then. You think I'm not going to be working? You think I'm not going to be doing something with my time? Get the fuck out of here dude. Get. Get to work. You know. That really. That really pisses me off to know that people are really just taking advantage of the of the system which is only going to come back and, dis- and hurt us like the system's going to be overwhelmed that many people on welfare that many people collecting unemployment checks it's going to overwhelm the system and we're going to see it's going to I mean it's inevitable anyway let's be honest and they're talking about rolling out more stimulus checks which hey whatever man send it my way I'm still working though that ain't changing. And for everybody, for anybody out there who's not working... And, and is fully capable of doing so... Get off your fucking ass... And get to work man. Don't be a lazy... Don't be a lazy piece of shit. Get to work. I hate laziness. For me... Personally... I can't stand... I can't stand a day of not doing anything. I need to be productive. I mean, look at me. I, I'm in a band. I, I do the podcast. These are hobbies, dude. These are just things to occupy my time. I know it's not, it's not like getting me any money, but you know what else isn't getting you any money? Playing Call of Duty and just sitting around, lounging around, doing nothing with your life. Yeah, you're collecting that check. But there's something about not earning it that I think that's what pisses me off. Not earning the money. When I work for my money and I get that paycheck, I feel like I did something for that. And when I spend my money on stuff, it's like this is money I earned. You f- you have more it, it holds more value. When you've earned that money. And if you're just sitting there and, and Uncle Sam's passing you a check, what'd you do to earn that besides be an American citizen? Nothing. And I'm somebody who grew up needing welfare. Like, my family was poor. And we were a family that needed that. I If, if I could have helped it, I would have. But I was the kid... My grandma was the one raising us. She couldn't work. And so we needed welfare help. So, so what you're doing on top of just taking advantage of the system is you're hurting the people who actually need it because you're taking out of, that, out of that fund. And people just have this assumption that it's just this never-ending bottomless pot of gold that we can just dip our little hands into and that's just how it goes, and hey, based on the way they're just passing out stimulus checks, it sure as hell seems like that's the case and I know a lot of people are wanting to get to the to the oh they're coming for me. they know i'm talking they know I'm talking bad about the vaccine and stuff. I don't know if you heard it there were sirens <laughs> but uh anyway, yeah, just i don't I don't even remember where I was at, but Bottom line man, laziness, I I don't I don't stand for that shit. I'm not a fan of it. I used to, I remember times of being lazy and it just I don't know how people live with themselves like that. I really don't. Like you think I look back on the on the periods of my life when I was being lazy fondly? No. And I've always really thought I had I've always really had things going on. But even just days where I sit around and do nothing, man, I look at, I wake up the next day. I was like, what a waste. What a waste of time. I even if you're just spending it with somebody, that's something productive. If you're just a shut in, staying home, playing video games and collecting unemployment, dude, what are you doing with your life? I just don't get it. I'm not going to preach about it anymore. You get what I'm saying. Get to work, man. Get out there. Get to work. I'm, I'm, I'm. It's it's sickening to me. This, this this uh welfare state we're living in. I'm not a fan of it. And I and earn your money. Earn your money. Enough said. Um I'll I'll end with a funnier story just so it's not me getting it's not us we don't end the episode mad. You don't want to go to bed mad, we're gonna go to bed with a funny story, alright? I went out the other night. And it was, like, overly busy for some re- You know, I just was like, why is it so busy out? And then I start seeing all these kids in dresses and, in t- like, suits and shit. I was like, oh, it's prom. Like, prom's here again. Okay, I didn't realize. I always, you know, time, when you're an adult, you forget what time of year it is. Oh, this is prom season. I don't ever remember. I never went to prom. And that's where my story leads me. Um, I never went to any school dances. I never had a date for one and I never was ever interested in that. That's not my thing. I would like let me just put it this way. If I was in high school right now, I probably would go. But it's not like everyone was like, "Oh, you'll regret it." No, I don't. I've I've been to a I I go out, I dance, you know, I've been to clubs, I've been all that. That's fine. I don't need to dress up fancy and pay a bunch of money that I don't have cuz I'm in high school. I don't need to spend my McDonald's check on a $100 suit and dinner. (laughs) Uh, So anyway, here's my... So I I actually did get invited to prom. And... (sighs) (laughs) This might look bad on me. But... I remember... I, I I was a senior... And I went to my math class and there's this girl there who had a crush on me and I don't remember if I knew I think I knew she had a crush on me at this point I think I knew and I I go to sit down and there's this little note on my chair and she drew like a Broncos logo on it and everything like she knew I liked the Broncos And she opens, I open it up and it's, it just says prom with a question mark. And I like look back and she, and she like shrugs her shoulders like, well, and I kind of just go, we'll talk after class. (laughs) And I said, no, (laughs) I said, I couldn't go. And I made up this lie that I had to go to Denver that week and I wasn't going to be able to make it. And I remember after class, even my teacher comes up to me and is like, so did you, what'd you say? Like, he was all excited too. He was like a football coach and he was all like, well, what'd you say? So everyone in class knew that that was happening. And I was like, honestly, I was just so embarrassed to know that everyone knew and I shut her down (laughs) and yeah, I'm kind of a dick for that, I guess. But I just, I didn't want to go. I wasn't really interested in her that much To be honest And yeah that's a dick move But it it was a combination of not wanting to go And not really Being interested in her Now here's the funny thing Okay Years later after we graduated I Ended up dating her for a short time Like I don't know we, We ended up getting back in contact Um And I just, I guess I, I don't know if it was guilt or I just had decided that I, she was kind of attractive to me and I did kind of like her. And we ended up dating for a couple of weeks. It wasn't, or months, I guess. It was a couple of months. And uh, I come to find out she had a plan. <laughs> she had it planned that night, the night of prom. And everyone kind of knows, hey, the night of prom, you get a little. You get a little bit of of action sometimes so and uh, I was a virgin at this time I had not I didn't lose my virginity till I was 19 and she had it she told me years later when we were dating that she had it planned that listen to how crazy this is she had it planned I'd never slept with this girl. I'd never even been on a date with this girl. Prom was going to be the first date we had. Date. When we were done with the dance, she was going to have a hotel room ready to go, go to. And she had a friend on standby to have a threesome with me. Let that sink in for a hot moment. That would have been my first time. Do you understand how absurdly nervous I would have been? And how fast I would have came? Because, <laughs> I mean, I mean they both were not unattractive girls. She, she told me the girl who it was. And they weren't unattractive girls... But I never had an interaction with... I didn't even know the other girl. I never even talked to the other girl. And I'm going to have a... Like, and she's just down? The other girl was just down to... Yeah, I have a threesome with this guy. I don't know. And you? On prom night? That's so insane! Like, that blew my mind when I heard that. And of course, I'm just like, Oh, that might have been cool. And then I think about it. I'm like, dude, no. That would have been... That would have ruined sex for me, probably. It, because my expectations, like, that's literally peak expectations for sex. Is a threesome. With two girls. And everything after that would have seemed so so much less than, don't you think? And, I, dude, like I said, I would have been so goddamn nervous. I wouldn't have known what to do my first time. That would have been my first time. And it <laughs> I, and you know what's even funnier? The girl who I was who was going to be involved in the threesome ended up working at my bank later. And I just remember like I remember cashing a check at the bank or something like that, and she helped me out and I just I I wanted so bad to look her in the eyes and say, "I almost had a threesome with you. Thank you for the money. Have a good day." <laughs> She probably would be like, "What?" And then I come and then watch me come to find out that that was never actually going to happen. And I just said that to her. Oh, jeez. So there's your there's your uh, exit story. There's your funny exit story for you for the day. So I hope that I hope that uh, lightened your mood a little bit. I hope that makes your day a little better. And hey, you know what? I hope you have a great day, no matter what. I hope uh, you have a great week. I hope to see you again next week here on the program. Once again, make sure to like, share, subscribe, do all that, tell a friend, and, uh, yeah, man, don't be lazy, work hard, earn that money, sorry I got real sportsy on you, but if there's, you know, if there's anything I'm a nerd about, it's sports, I'm a huge sports nerd, and I think that's very apparent, uh, but I hope you like the sports talk, go check out that knockout, dude, it's, it's pretty epic. Check out both both Zhang or both uh, Roses knockout and Kamaro's knockout. Awesome, awesome night. Uh, yeah. What else? What else did we talk about? Yeah, I don't know. Don't also, don't stand in line and not know what you want. Figure it out. Figure it out. Thanks guys for watching. I do appreciate it. And uh, you know, just just be good to yourselves. Enjoy your life, be positive, and don't forget, life's a garden. Dig it.